The Athen Real Talk podcast explores controversial ideas to stimulate debate and active thinking. These ideas do not always reflect Athen's personal views. Welcome to the Athen Real Talk podcast. He has been called the best gamer in the world, hands down. World famous gamer and philanthropist Athen. Gaming for good, it's called, has raised more than $20 million. Using his notoriety to raise money for charity. On activism, science, culture, and self-development. I'm proud to have him in the studio today. I would not want to take you on in a video game. I will tell you guys a story, right, that I read on Reddit. And it was on the vegan subreddit. It was about tweets, you know. And it was basically a guy that saw a kid cry because she wanted ice cream, bought her ice cream. And he was vegan and another guy was really raging at him because he bought non-vegan ice cream for a crying child. And there was an entire backlash. Like, how can this guy not want this child to have her ice cream, blah, blah, blah. It was crazy. And I see that and I see this circus because it is really a circus of insanity where how come we live in a world, well, I know why we live in a world like this, but where it is fine when a child cries to give her or him poison. Sugar, like glucose, I'm not saying like any type of glucose, uh, refined sugar is cancerous as fuck. It causes obesity, all that shit. It's toxic. I wouldn't give a kid crying an ice cream. That's not what good parenting is. Fuck that shit. I'd give it healthy snack. I would make it grow up with healthy food. And you know what's crazy? If everybody eats healthy food, you don't even know the difference. You don't even know the difference. You're just more healthy, you're more fulfilled. But no, we live in a society where, ah, it's fine to sometimes, you know, a thing. Sometimes you can't take everything serious. Sometimes you can, you know, treat yourself with some cake, eating some poison. So then afterwards you have problems with your stomach or whatever the fuck. Reduces your life expectancy and your life quality. At that moment, yeah, while you're eating it, it's nice. But increase that time interval just a little bit and you go like, but what the fuck is that shit? We really grow up in a society, right? Where it's fine to be irresponsible and people even give you a pat on the back if you do it. It's just crazy. I mean, it doesn't make you more happy and fulfilled. I'm happy and fulfilled and I eat healthy. I try to eat as healthy as I can. It doesn't reduce my life quality. It increases it. If it's not about the money, why the obvious cash grab of Game of Clash of streamers? I've already said it and I'm saying it again, but the problem is just as much as people don't mind eating ice cream and pizza because their awareness is very small, people's working memory is very small. It's like goldfish brain to put it in a metaphor, right? Just as much as people don't mind eating shit that will kill them because the awareness doesn't expand too far, just as much the awareness when it's very small, you just see game. Game is for money, right? No, it's not. There's much more dimensions to it. It's much more layers. The game allows people here to learn how to code. The game allows us to reach a bigger audience through connecting Twitch to the platform. The game allows to make a lot of money, which funds projects. The game allows to become a platform that could also become more social media platform to reach more people. The game could even become its own app store. The game could become its own payment method using universal basic income. The game is just a small little thing in a bigger picture. But of course, if your awareness is very small, and I'm not even blaming you, I'm not even judging you, it's fine. It's very hard to grasp these things. And that's why you also get stuck in your own loops. That's why you never get out of it. Because you don't take perspective. You don't take a step back and start looking at things and thinking about it, even in your own life. People go to university for six years, right? Going to debt, just like that. While if they would have taken literally one day, One day before they go to university, right, they sit back and they think for themselves, why do I want to do this? 
What is the potential of me actually getting a job when I'm done with the studies? Do some research online to see what the progress is of uh, machine learning and stuff. Your entire path in life would be different. If you just one day, one day not let yourself be distracted with all the bullshit you let yourself be distracted by. One day think for yourself. One day and your entire direction of life is different. Not even one day. Give it one hour. Our society sucks and what you say is nothing new. Tifuni. Listen to me, man. I'm not trying to win an award for saying stuff that is new. It is because it's not new and people just don't take responsibility because they can get away with it. That I'm just repeating it so people are reminded to it. I know I'm not reinventing warm water. These things are all fully known. But by just stating the obvious, it doesn't make it less obvious. It doesn't debunk what I'm trying to say. It doesn't take away your responsibility. Like everything that people spew in the chat, right? As a response, what it merely is, it's a coping mechanism. But you're about growing to a point where you want to do good and not force yourself to, or if you force it onto yourself, the results will be bad anyways. Marksal81, let me tell you something. You have the default mode network, which is a certain mode your brain can operate on, which is very focused on your thoughts and your emotions. And then you have the task positive network, which is a mode your brain can run on that is much focused on tasks. So when you come to me and say, like a thing, if I have to force myself to go this, anything you babble, right? Anything is just your default mode network that is following the path of least resistance. When you take action and you're in a state of flow, you feel more fulfilled and you don't even have all these thoughts. You can have all these thoughts right now. If you watch a movie or you're playing a video game, suddenly it's not there, right? You're not having all these thoughts in your head. Suddenly things just flow. Let's say you play a video game. Things just flow, right? Well, you can, just as much as you can get into a task positive mode by playing video games, you can do some practical stuff that are more responsible. It's just a, a state you get in and that's it. And it's not like, yeah, but it's really hard. It's really hard. No, man, it's not hard. You just take action. You do stuff. It's like people sitting on the sofa and saying, like, it's hard for me to go and work out. I can't do it. A teen, I have a problem with procrastinating. No, you don't. You're using that as an excuse because you can get away with it. Do you think if someone comes and holds a gunpoint at you and says, you go work out, you're going to say, I'm too lazy. You just go work out as your life depends on it. But if that gunpoint is not a gun, but rather, you know, you getting cancer or dying from heart attack or whatever because of your unhealthy lifestyle, but it takes longer, right? Then suddenly it's like, oh, you just don't have the awareness. If you increase the awareness just as much as the gunpoint that forces you right now to go and work out, If you increase your awareness, your health risk and the chances of dying becomes that gun point. And just as much as you don't need so much activation energy to do so, to get out of your lazy ass and do something, when there's a gun pointed at you, if you increase your awareness, if you get perspective, the consequences of your inaction also point that gun at you. And it leads to the same results. So you don't need someone to come and rob you from your freedom to start being a better person. You just need to widen up, sit back. Take the initiative to just gain some perspective about your life. OEX says, my parents went crazy when I explained to them I would want to come over. A natural reaction by day threatened me. I thought of sneak leaving, but that would leave us on a bad relations. Oh, hi, Sax. Let me tell you something. This is actually something that a lot of people experience, mainly when they're younger. They want to do this and their parents are against it. And uh, the thing is, let me first say that your parents want the best for you. They want you to be happy. And obviously, joining a random guy on the internet to change the world sounds very, you know, 
unrealistic to them because they have gone tried quite some experience and just like my father tells me all the time don't trust anyone don't trust anyone don't trust anyone they have the same mindset like don't trust anyone what they trust is what they are familiar with which is you know going and getting a degree in university working for a big company making fat money but the thing is a lot of these things do not work anymore a lot of these things they're familiar and how they grew up with don't work anymore just going to university and assuming you're going to get a job it doesn't work anymore Also, if you want to really be successful, just focusing on one skill is very hard. You got to be very creative. You got to be very innovative. And also nowadays, most of the stuff you can learn by yourself. So basically the way they look at the world and what they find safety in is very different than you. And the thing is like the way you can understand that is by looking at reality and understanding the actual situation. And I will give you guys a good example, right? Let's say Liberia. The Ebola crisis. A lot of the more authoritarian tribal leaders in every tribe, which are parents and grandfathers and such, have certain practices, cultures, traditions where they bury the bodies in a very specific way. And the thing is that the intersubjectivity says like, yeah, if someone dies, we have to bury like that for them to go to heaven and follow the path whatever and if we don't then they get stuck in this world forever right so they believe that and they are very convinced that that is how they make the people they care about go to a better place for the rest of eternity they truly believe that so when the ebola outbreak happened the biggest issue was not so much you know contaminating it based on simple rules where you use hygiene and don't have physical contact the problem was these traditions that were really rooted in the more older generation And basically when they told their kids and stuff like no you got to go and kiss these people that are dead or whatever they didn't want their children to die or their grandchildren to die they wanted them to honor the culture that they grew up in because that allows them to find true peace in the afterlife and they believe that they have good intent they don't want to kill people but by doing so and by people just following the older generation to put it that way people just died do you understand that And you might say like yeah but that's crazy man like the Ebola doesn't that no no it's the same thing the situation you are in is the same thing the only difference is a different culture a different conditioning but it's just beliefs that people believe in and they are imposing it on other people in order for them because they think they know it better thing is though at the end of the day you don't have to trust your parents you don't have to trust your grandparents you don't have to trust me you have to trust reality and same with the Ebola crisis you understand what is causing the Ebola crisis the virus or the bacteria whatever it is how it works and by doing so you understand how to prevent it you owe your true safety by understanding reality and that's what i'm saying right now you can just go and follow your parents that's what people did in liberia as well you know how many people died for nothing and these parents meant the best and the reason why i'm using the liberia example is because it's very easy to really go like yeah that's crazy i wouldn't do that what well, you would if you would have grown up in liberia and your parents follow tradition they say no 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 you got to follow the rituals because else your son or your sister or whatever will always be stuck in earth will never go to paradise you would do it yourself and you would die and that's the thing if you don't think for yourself right and you give your ownership your control to someone else because you trust them then when shit goes down the shitter it's on you too because you gave away your ownership maybe when you're a child it's different but when you grow up you're not a child anymore you start thinking for yourself and i'm not saying your parents are good or bad or whatever they have pure intent they care more about you than anyone in the world but they are not always right 
So you can say like, yeah, I'll follow what they say. I'll follow what you shouldn't follow anyone. You should think for yourself, use your reason and figure out what is the truth. What is reality? And I'm telling you this. If we are tomorrow successful, your parents would even say like, why didn't you apply? And say like, yeah, but I told you, I told you. You know what they will tell you? They won't even say, we said no. They will say like, yeah, but we didn't understand. You didn't tell us that this guy, you know, this and that and that and that. You should have told us. And you're going to be with your tail between your legs, missing out on an opportunity of your lifetime. You know why? Because you were a mommy puppy child. You can be a mommy child for the rest of your life. But if you want to grow up, you got to start making your own decisions. Because you know what? If you don't have a job, right? After university, your mother is not going to come or your puppy is not going to come and say, here's your job. Here's your money. They will just say like, man, you got to find a job. Maybe they'll give you a pat on the back. Say, oh, feels bad, man. Think for yourself. That's where true safety lies. I don't like decisions. I know you don't like decisions, but that's what growing up means. Take ownership of your own life. Can you guys do that? All of you guys. Take ownership of your own life. Don't let others make the decisions for you. Take ownership yourself. How many of you guys right now don't have ownership of your own life? You just live, you go about life and you let others making decisions for you. And then you're surprised when shit doesn't work out. And then it's easy. If you don't take ownership of your life, you're just on a ride pointing fingers, saying this and that. You only screw yourself over. That's why I'm saying if you think like, yeah, I don't know what my peers will say. My, your peers, they follow the waves. Do you understand that? Your peers, your family, whatever, they just follow the waves. And they go wherever the waves go. And they rationalize afterwards. I can tell you, you know what causes the waves? Reality. And you can look at what we're doing and what we're achieving. A lot of people might not realize because you don't have a child. But most of the time, when you grow older, right, and you have a child, you go through a paradigm shift. Because you really feel a strong sense of responsibility towards another life in a very powerful, deep way. Also has some, you know, evolutionary reasons and such. But either way, once you become a father or a mother and you're not too young or whatever, I'm not going to talk about exceptions. But most of the time when you do, you get this very strong fundamental connection of responsibility towards your own child. The focus of a mother, mainly a mother, shifts greatly from herself to her child. It's like how we survive as a species, you know, it's just uh, a lot of uh, oxytocin, And basically her fundamental, what she values the most in life, shifts away from her own experience or whatever to her child. This is when you have a normal mother-daughter or mother-son relationship. I'm not talking about everyone. It's not for everyone, but most of the time that's the case. So what happens now is like as you grow older, whenever she takes care of you, she feels fulfilled doing so because it's what gives her meaning and purpose in life. And as you grow older, she feels very protective towards you. She feels very, you know, caring, responsible. And the thing is, when you reach a certain age, like 18, 19, like basically when you have to start living by yourself and making your own decisions, the mother, not just the mother, sometimes the father as well, but a lot of often the parents go through a, depending on situation from situation, go through a very strong adaptation Because they've used to always care and make sure nothing happens and stuff. And suddenly the child has to make its own decisions. And the thing is, that's not something that happens instantly. It's a transition phase that can take years. But as you grow older and older, you fade away more and more from the grip from your parents. Because on a certain level, it's what your parents want. They want you to be independent and make your own choices. But at the same time, it also takes time to catch up. Because, you know, parenting is not always a logical thing uh, on and off switch. And that is why when people are 18 or 19 or 20 and apply here, 
they will get a lot more attention from their parents than when they're 21, 22, 23. Because then, by then, most of the parents have already let go some of their control and grip on their children because of reality. That's simple. And that's the reason why when people come over here, they tend to be very, like when they're very young, 18, 19, they tend to be very much dominated by what their parents think. But the thing is, making these kind of steps and these choices, you will make them anyway in your life. And your parents, they will come around because at the end of the day, your parents, they don't want to own you. They just want the best for you. And if you realize that and you understand it, that you don't burn bridges, you cannot burn bridges with your parents. That's really hard. You got to really go against their core beliefs or something. And that is why being able to be aware of this, right? And being able to understand these mechanics allow you to find safety in your decisions without compromising your relationship with your parents. Of course, initially it can be a bit hard, but they come around. And that has happened with most people in here. A lot of parents have accepted their decision and some of them have even grown to become proud of them because they've seen how they grew a lot. They've seen their child was very, you know, inconfident and stuff and didn't know what to do. And now they know how to code, how to make games and stuff. And they show what they're doing. And they go like, whoa, actually, maybe coming over to that place wasn't so bad after all. And also parents coming and visiting here does a lot too. Because when they come here and they visit, they see it's not a cult. They see it's just people trying to do good. Everybody they talk to, every single person, they recognize, oh, this is just the same situation as with my child. It's like, this is not like preaching, whatever. This place is very chillax. So if you are not applying and coming over because you're fear of your parents, I'm telling you, understanding the mechanics will allow you or help you overcome it quite a bit. That's all I got to say. Rule 5 says, I want to apply and learn more about coding, but I'm already going on education to become a CNC operator and I don't want to pause that either. Well, there you go. You limit yourself. Why would you do that? I don't understand that, man. It's really like you can do so much more with your life and you say, no, 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 I'll stick with what I'm doing currently because, you know, I'm emotionally invested in it. It's just like you miss out so many opportunities. Same with me, like even with the game, right? If tomorrow something much better comes up, I would just instantly start working on that. Being able to make hard decisions and basically let go what you're doing allows you to be much more flexible. I will give you guys another story that I read. It was in uh, Homo Deus, uh, the book that I listened to, the other book. I don't know which war it was, but I think it was Spain went into war with another country or, or a city or whatever the fuck. And they sent their sons to go to war. And the first time they sent them, they were, it was a, a small army of a thousand or something. I'm just making these numbers up, but it's just to give you guys the idea. And they lost the war. And then the politicians or the people rulers send another army with 5,000. They also lost. And then again with 10,000. And what I'm trying to say is that the people that were sending their sons, right, weren't less motivated to send their sons because they already lost one. No, no, they were even more inclined to do so because they had to justify. They had to explain to themselves why they lost their son in the first place. So they sent their younger son and their younger son. And that's the thing, if you go through an experience where you suffered or where you had to go through a boringness or whatever, you got to justify for yourself that you did that. And that's why if you follow an education that is worthless and it's four years and you're three years in, you will really feel like I got to finish that last year, even though it means nothing, even though you are in front of a much better opportunity. And that's the problem. You get blinded by justifying your suffering 
But the thing is, that's what keeps you into the loop of suffering. Because once you're done with the education, you're more likely to find a job in that regards. Because you got to justify why you did it for four years. Because else the fucking degree is worthless anyway. And that's how you get trapped inside one loop and another loop and another loop. While at the end of the day, if you just take distance and manage to just make hard calls, even towards your own life and go like, okay, mistakes were made. I've learned from it. You will achieve so much more. Embrace failure. But don't try to chase it. So when you tell me like, hey, uh, I already did CNC for three years or two years. I'm going to finish that. Well, you're a sucker. You're a sucker not because you yourself are a sucker. Your life is going to be much harder. You're making your life so much harder because you chase your failures. You try to justify them wherever you go. You have to make it worth it. And by trying to do it, you're making more and more sacrifices. While if you would just let go... Damn son, life would be different. Subscribe to youtube.com slash wins. Watch the live stream at twitch.tv slash live. And follow the real Athene on Snapchat.